Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my podcast where I read the Bible from cover to cover because I have something to prove, I guess. Um, still no emails. Fuck. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> we have some business to do in the beginning. Uh, so you can reach out to us, of course, at according to stupid at gmail.com. Find us on the website at uh, johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash podcasts. And, um, yeah, you can find me on the Twitter sphere at accord to stupid. Isn't that cool? Fucking rad. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so, uh, here we go. We're, we're hopping into Second Chronicles here, and it seems like we're hopping between story time and list time and all this and that. And, uh, the last episode, I think, was mostly a lot of just like, and we built it, and it was good, yeah, and it was pretty much that. Uh, and so on. But it was also the passing of the torch of, of, uh, Solomon to Rehoboam, uh, uh, who is potentially, and it seems like from the previous chapters, he and the next several generations are gonna fuck shit up. Uh, not in the great way, except for the one guy, Joam, or whatever his name, Josh, or something, that is just gonna go like, what if I just kill a bunch of people? And God thought, you know, that's pretty okay. We'll punish them less. <laughs> um, so I think we're heading into that particular section. And I think... Uh, where we're starting at right now, we are not quite a third of the way through, but depending on how these chapters go, we'll be about a third of the way through Second Chronicles. So that'll be super fun, right? Um, so let's see what we get ourselves into today, right? Um, yeah, fuck it. Let's see what happens. All right, kiddos, we're listening to uh, the King James Bible and uh, here we fucking go. All right. And Second Chronicles chapter 11. And when Rehoboam was come to Jerusalem, he gathered of the house of Judah and Benjamin an hundred and fourscore thousand chosen men, holy shit, which were warriors to fight against Israel, Oh, that he might bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam. Apparently it was not, but um, I assumed it was, but fuck it, whatever. Uh, but the word of the Lord came to Shemaiah, the man of God, saying, despite the fact, hold on, why go to another guy <laughs> when you've been having conversations with the dad for so many times? Why do you want to beat around the bush of this? I mean, you know, there is kind of a pun there, burning, I suppose, but what the fuck, man? Anyway, so he's talking to this other guy, Shemaiah, being like, hey, you should probably, you know, do something about this. Let's see. Speak unto Ahabuam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and to all Israel in Judah and Benjamin, saying, Thus saith the Lord, he shall not go up nor fight against your brethren. Return every man to his house, for this thing is done of me. And they obeyed the words of the Lord and returned uh, from going against Jereb Jeroboam. So God talked to this one guy, and this one dude of God was like, Hey, um... God said don't do that, and everyone went well, like, well, uh, th this seems like a weird conflict of interest because we have the king here who should be talking to God, and you say you are talking to God, but I, uh, you know what? I really don't want to kill my brothers either, so this this works out in this particular situation. I've got a cousin in Israel. Um, yeah, sort of thing. And Je uh, Rehoboam dwelt in Jerusalem and built cities for defense in Judah. Okay, so he... <laughs> He wanted to make this army, right? And he was like, we're going to fucking kill Israel. And this guy was just like, eh, let's not do that. And everyone went, yeah, let's not do that. And so Rehoboam was like, all right, let's, uh, let's, let's backtrack it. 
we're going to build some cities to defend uh, against uh, potential things. All right, all right. So he even, and we're going to get into a list here, he builds even Bethlehem and Etam and uh, Tekoa and Bethzer and Shoko and uh, Adalem and Gath and Marisha. Wasn't Gath already made? And Marisha and Ziph and Adoraim and Lachish and Azika and Zora and Ahijalon and Hebron. Wasn't that already made too? Which are in Judah and in Benjamin's fenced cities. Cool. So we built these fenced-in cities. Great. Uh, for defense. And he fortified the strongholds and put captains in them and store of victual and of oil and wine. Neato. And in every several city he put shields and spears and made them exceedingly strong, having Judah and Benjamin on his side. And the priests and the Levites that were in all Israel resorted to him out of all their coasts. The fuck was that sentence? And the priests and the Levites that were in all Israel resorted to him out of all their coasts. Okay, great, cool. But aren't we making war with Israel? And since Judah's over here and Israel's over there, apparently. I thought it was all just one thing, but fuck it. Also, why make war with your own country? <laughs> you know, I guess, is it a civil war? There's got to be more to this story, right? Anyway, for the Levites left their suburbs and their possession and came to Judah and Jerusalem, for Jeroboam and his sons had cast them off from executing the priest's office unto the Lord. And he ordained him priests for the high places and for the devils and for the calves, calves uh, which he had made. And after them, out of all the tribes of Israel, such as sent their hearts to seek the Lord God of Israel, came to Jerusalem to sacrifice unto the Lord God of their fathers. So they strengthened the kingdom of Judah and made Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, strong. Three years. For three years they walked in the way of David and Solomon. Did they? Did they really? This seems really off. And Rehoboam took him Mahalath, the daughter of Jeremoth, the son of David, to wife. Okay. Um, so his cut... Wait. Yeah? Took him Mahalath, the daughter of Jermoth, the son of David. Okay, so David had Solomon. So this is Rehoboam's uncle's daughter, right? So his cousin. And Ahibahel, the daughter of Eliab, the son of Jesse. Wasn't he also? So, marrying your cousin. It's in there. Uh, which bare him children, Jush and Shemariah and Zaham. And after her, he took Machach the daughter of Absalom, which bare him Abijah, <laughs> still funny, and uh, Atai and Ziza and Shelemith. And Abraham loved Machach, <laughs> uh, the daughter of Absalom, above all his wives and his concubines. I love Machach too. Uh, for he took 18 wives, holy fuck, and three score concubines. Nice. And begat 20 and 8 sons. That doesn't seem... You should... Oh, and three score daughters. Aha! Okay, there we go. Almost like one for each. Couple had two. And Reboam made Abijah, <laughs> the son of Macaque, the chief, to be ruler among his brethren. Ah, oh, cool. For he thought to make him king. And he dealt wisely and dispersed of all his children throughout all the countries of Judah and Benjamin into every fenced city. And he gave them victual in abundance, and he desired many wives. Who doesn't? All right, uh, cool. So, 
you know, I really married my cousins, but I also married all of them. So polygamy is in the Bible. Second uh, Chronicles chapter 12. And it came to pass when Hebraham uh, had established the kingdom and had strengthened himself, he forsook the law of the Lord and all Israel with him. Okay, well, you know, that last chapter really kind of sounded like everything was really good about, like, taking a bunch of wives and fucking making a bunch of kids and shit like that. Fucking great. But then chapter later, it's like, and he fucked up. We don't know when he fucked up, but he probably fucked up with a bit of stuff. So let's find out if he fucked up something. And it came to pass that in the fifth year, because before we were talking about his third year, fifth year of King Rehoboam Shishak, king of Egypt, oh, of King Rehoboam, period, or comma, I guess, Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem because they had transgressed against the Lord. Hold on, when did Shishak, yeah, literally Shishak, when did Shishak, king of Egypt, really give a fuck about, like, the transgression of the Lord? Aren't they worshipping someone else? Even after the whole, like, you know, Red Sea incident and leaving a bunch of Jews, I'm pretty sure all of them were like, eh, we're going to keep with our own gods, if you don't mind. So why, I don't think, <laughs> they are actually going against, like, you transgressed against your own god. Um, Because it's not King, King Rehoboam going against Shishak. It's Shishak going against Jerusalem. So this is wrong. This can't be right. <laughs> but okay, let's assume, let's assume it's absolutely right that everyone on the outside was like, hey, fuckers, and then did that. With 1,200 chariots, all right, and threescore thousand horsemen, and the people were without number that came with him out of Egypt, the Lubims, the Sukkims, and the Ethiopians. Do love the Sukkims. And he took the fenced cities which pertained to Judah and came to Jerusalem. Nothing about Israel, though. Uh, then came Shemaiah the prophet to Rehoboam and to the princes of Judah that were gathered together to Jerusalem because of Shishak, and said unto them, Thus saith the Lord, We have forsaken me, and therefore have I also left you in the hand of Shishak. <coughs> okay, so the Lord is actually just... Oh, okay, this makes a little bit more sense. It's not because... They had trying like Egypt was like, let's kill them. Egypt had its own reasons for being like, let's kill them. It was its own thing. It was, as they can probably figure it out, that Rehoboam was not doing the Lord's work. And God said, this is why I'm letting Egypt fucking kill you. Which he's not even, like, he's one generation outside of Solomon to be like, and everybody after you is going to be great if they keep pulling my tenants. And so far, it doesn't sound like he was doing anything terribly necessarily bad. I mean, yeah, the whole coveting of wives sort of thing, so I guess you fucked up there. But he hasn't killed anybody yet. In fact, he's probably made it pretty comfortable with making, like, extra cities, assuming that they're just not, like, barracks or something like that. And, uh, like, beyond him, like, fathering a bunch of kids, that's, that's about it. Like, he's not like, fuck you, God, or, like, killing everybody, which, still, God's pretty okay with down the line, but still going like, well, I said, I'm not fuck you. Ugh. Anyway, um, whereupon the princes of Israel and the king humbled themselves, and they said, the Lord is righteous. Uh-huh, I'm sure, right there, uh-huh. 
And when the Lord saw that they humbled themselves, the word of the Lord came to Shemaiah, saying, They have humbled themselves, therefore I will not destroy them. <laughs> Fuck you, God. But I will grant them some deliverance, and my wrath shall not be poured out upon Jerusalem by the hand of Shishak today. Nevertheless, <laughs> they shall be his servants, excuse me, uh, that they may know my service and the service of the kingdoms of the countries. Well, what, uh, what do you mean? Okay. Let's see what happens. So Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem and took away the treasures of the household of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He took all. He carried away also the shields of gold which Solomon had made. Fucking A, man. <laughs> like, you had an army of 140-something thousand people, and you couldn't stop a bunch of chariots? Come on, man, you have at least a good chance. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Also, all those riches just, whoop, there you go. Instead of which, King Rehoboam made shields of brass and committed them to the hands of the chief of the guard that kept the entrance of the king's house. Okay. <coughs> what the fuck does that mean? <coughs> so they're just doing, like, oh, we did the old switcheroo. And when the king entered the house of the Lord, the guard came and fetched them and brought them again into the guard chamber. And when he humbled himself, the wrath of the Lord turned from him, that he would not destroy him altogether, and also in Judah things went well. What? But, 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 what? <laughs> the fuck? Anyway, so King Rehoboam strengthened himself in Jerusalem and reigned. For Rehoboam was one and forty years old when he began to reign. And he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city which the Lord had chosen out of the tribes of Israel, and put his name there. And his mother's name was Namah, the Ammonitess. Neato! Tell me more about this fucking Egypt people who showed up and be like, we'll just take this, and took everything out of the fucking house of God. Hmm. Bandy did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek the Lord. Fuck you! Fuck, and that's not the fucking reason! Prepared not his heart to seek the Lord? What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Isn't this also kind of a kind of a hit against Solomon also being like, you should protect your son to do the you know, fucking thing? You know, like, come on, man. Even Didn't Solomon take a couple extra wives? So really, just for one guy not being like, eh, he's right there. <laughs> I have a house to him. What more do I need? Honestly. Now the acts of Rehoboam, first and last, are they not? Fuck you. Not written in the book of Shemaiah, the prophet, and of Idor, the seer, concerning genealogies? Who gives a fuck? And there were wars between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually, for some fucking reason. And Rehoboam slept with his fathers and buried in the city of David, and Abijah his son reigned in his stead. All right, let's listen to Bij. Uh Chapter 13. We're just going to kind of move mosey through this, I think. Uh, now in the 18th year of King Jeroboam began Abijah uh, to reign over Judah. Cool. Because apparently Israel and Judah are two different things, or at least in this moment. But they weren't before, were they? I didn't think so. So something happened. Some some extra history here is not being recorded. He reigned three years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Micaiah, Micaiah the daughter of Uriel the Gibeah of Gibeah. Neat. And there was war between Abijah and Jeroboam, the other king. Or whatever. Fuck, what is happening to me? And Abij sent the uh, battle array, oh, cool, in uh, the battle, in array with an army of valiant men of war, even 400,000 chosen men. That's a fuck ton of people. Jeroboam also sent the battle in array against him with 800,000 chosen men, being mighty men of valor. 
So we have a pretty massive army, but it's still, you know, twice the size. And Abija stood up upon Mount Zimarim, which is in Mount Ephraim, which doesn't make sense to me, and said, Hear me, O Jeroboam, and all Israel. As he's like shouting at a mountain. Who heard him? Really? Like, who's going to hear that shit? I guess there wasn't a whole lot of traffic or noise or stuff like that. But still, with like over a million... 1.2 million people hanging out and whatever. You're pretty sure that you're... Hey! It's going to not get heard by anything. Anyway, um... Are ye not to know that the Lord of God Israel gave the kingdom over Israel to David forever, even to him and his sons, by a, convent, a covenant of salt? I don't remember salt being a part of the thing. Yet Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, the servant of Solomon, the son of David, is risen up and hath rebelled against his Lord. Um, hold on. Let, let's let's just break this down. Okay, so we have... Okay, we have BJ. Ugh, all this backtracking hurts. Okay, so we have BJ going up uh, to this mountain. Uh, ought you not know the Lord God of Israel gave the kingdom of, over Israel to David? forever, even to him and his sons, by a covenant of salt. So he's like, hey, I own this shit. Yet you, Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who doesn't fucking matter, who was a servant of Solomon, who was the son of David, is risen up and hath rebelled against his Lord. Okay, so he's like, hey, you're a fucking servant. Sit down. And there are gathered unto him vain men, the children of Belial, and have strengthened themselves against Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, when Rehoboam was young and tender-hearted, and could not withstand them. So he's like, hey man, fuck you, you're worshipping the wrong god, and I don't know why you got punished, because we certainly did, because apparently we're not following God, but that's not the fucking point, if I'm accusing you of worshipping other gods, and yet God didn't punish you fuckers. He, told, he had the Egyptians take all our shit, but left you fuckers alone. I'm really throwing myself into this. I don't really understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. Now, and now ye think to withstand the kingdom of the Lord in the hand of the sons of David, and ye be a great multitude, and there are with you golden calves, which Jeroboam made you for gods. So he's even pointing out to be like, hey, you made some golden calves, and remember how well that worked out several times in the past? That we shouldn't be fucking doing that shit, apparently. Even though there's an entire religion that's worshipping cows. You know? I think the Muslim? No, Muslim uh, Islam? Yeah. I think. I don't... Pff, fuck if I know. I'm reading this one. That's why I'm trying to get an education. You know? Um. So, <laughs> he's like, hey, fuck you. You're doing all this. Yeah, we have the lesser army, but... Nah. Okay, have ye not cast out the priests of the Lord, the sons of Aaron and the Levites, and have made you priests after the manner of the nations of other lands? So what? Uh, so that whatso, whosoever cometh to consecrate himself with a young bullock and seven rams, the same may be of the priest of him that are no gods. Uh, okay, so he's just like, you threw out all these people who were supposed to be, you know, talking to God and making sure that everything's good and shit, which still doesn't fucking matter, apparently. Uh, but everybody who comes up to, like, you know, sacrifice at your altars aren't going to be sacrificed to any real god. So fuck you. Um, and so he's like, good job, BJ. 
But as for us, the Lord is our God, and we have not forsaken him. And the priests which minister unto the Lord are the sons of Aaron, and the Levites wait upon their business. <coughs> awesome. So he's just like, hey, we fucking are awesome. We, we kept to our covenant. And they burn unto the Lord every morning and every evening, burnt sacrifices and sweet incense. The shewbread also set they in order upon the pure table, and the candlestick of gold with the lamps thereof, which seems a little avaricious, to burn every evening. For we keep the charge of the Lord our God, but ye have forsaken him. And behold, God himself is with us, our captain, and his priests with sounding trumpets to cry alarm against you. O children of Israel, fight ye not against the Lord God of your fathers, for ye shall not prosper. Abijah makes a good point. I think everyone should follow Abijah. In fact, I think we should get on our knees and just, you know, Abijah for all. <laughs> uh, but Jeroboam caused an ambushment to come about behind them. Ah, oh, well, he has the army for it. So they were before Judah, and the ambushment was behind them. Smart, because we have half the arm. We can circle them, pincer attack. There it is. <laughs> we have your entire army on one side and on the other. You're fucked. Anyway. Uh, and when Jer Judah looked back, behold, the battle was before and behind, and they cried unto the Lord, and the priest sounded with a trumpet. Fuck! Then the men of Judah gave a shout, and as the men of Judah shouted, it came to pass that God smote Jeroboam and all Israel before Abijah and Judah. Wow. Poo -poo. Gone. And the children of Israel fled before Judah, and God delivered them into their hand. Ah. And Abijah and his people slew them with a great slaughter. So there fell down slain in Israel five hundred thousand chosen men. Holy shit. Whew. Okay, the, uh, thus the children of Israel were brought under at that time, and the children of Judah prevailed, because they relied upon the Lord God of their fathers. And Abijah pursued after Jeroboam, and took cities from him, Bethel with their towns thereof, and Jeshana with the towns thereof, and Ephraim and the towns thereof. Uh, neither did Jeroboam recover strength again in the days of Abijah, and the Lord struck him, and he died. And Abijah waxed mighty. And he married 14 wives. All right, so this whole marrying multiple things is still okay. And begat 20 and two sons and 16 daughters. And the rest of the acts of Abijah and his ways are not a prophet Edo. Fuck you. Fuck you, just write them here. Ugh. Where are we at time-wise? Fuck it, let's do one more. You guys deserved it. This one's pretty fairly short, I guess. All right, Second uh, Chronicles chapter 14. So Abijah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David, and Asa, his son, reigned in his stead. In his days, the land was quiet ten years. What? Great king so far. All right, so we got, you know, Abijah, who was like, hey, uh, God's great, right? Right, right? Okay. Went to war, killed 500,000 people, and, you know, did his thing. Now we have Asa. And he's, you know, everything's good for 10 years. A whole decade of just like, everything's pretty okay, you know. And Assad did that which was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. Ah, oh, so people don't start fucking up more often. So Rehoboam was the first one to fuck up, and now we have people coming back around. It's like a heartbeat, you know. Ah, we fucked up. We're back. And really good. And then we're going to fuck up again, I'm sure. For he took away the altars of the strange gods in the high places and break down the images and cut down the groves and commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to do the law and the commandment. 
Also he took away out of the, all the cities of Judah the high places and the images, and the kingdom was quiet before him. Okay, so he went, um, uh, so he's like, hey, God apparently very much exists in this particular world. Let us make sure that we're doing right by him, and then uh, we'll go from there. All right? Do the law, do the commandments, everything should be fine. Right, right, right? Let's not fuck this up. And so he, t uh, so let's see, he took all, uh, took away out of all the cities of Judah places, the images, and the kingdom was quiet before him. Okay, so he took away all, like, the big iconography, I guess. And he built fenced cities in Judah, for the rest had, for the land had rest, and he had no war in those years, because the Lord had given him rest. Thanks, buddy. Therefore he said unto Judah, Let us build these cities, and make uh, about them walls and towers, gates and bars, while the land is yet before us, because we have sought the Lord our God, we have sought him, we have, uh, and he hath given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. Okay, so this idea of seeking him is a good thing. It's not a bad thing to be like yes or no. no. Well, I mean, it is a bad thing to be yes or no, which was what I'm at. But I'm also seeking, so there's this nice little area of okay. Because uh, <laughs> I haven't found Jesus yet. I really haven't. Haven't met him yet. I haven't had a chance. And Esau had an army of men that bare targets and spears out of Judah, 300,000, and out of Benjamin that bare shields and drew bows, um, 204 square thousand. All of these were mighty men of valor. It's smart, man. Like, it, it, there's some quote about, like, a, a, a wise man prepares for war in peacetime. Um, yeah. Uh and there came out against them Zerah, the Ethiopian, with a host of a thousand thousand, I don't know what that means, and three hundred chariots, and came unto Mereshah. A thousand thousand? What is that, a million? I don't know. I don't fuck it. What does that fucking actually mean? Let's find out. Let's find out together, because math is fucking stupid. What does a thousand thousand mean? Thank you. One thousand, one, one thousand thousand, the number that is represented as a one followed by six zeros. <sighs> one million. Meg, million, large integer, an integer equal two or larger than ten. Why the fuck wouldn't you say a million? One thousand thousands. Okay. Fuck you. There's less letters. Do one million. Everyone knows what you're saying. They don't have to think too hard on it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Anyway. <laughs> so a million dudes. Oh, shit. And 300 chariots, which seems pretty fucking small in comparison to what was coming at them. And Esau went out against him, and they set the battle in array to the valley of Zephatheth at Marisha. And Esau cried unto the Lord his God, and said, Lord, it is nothing in thee to help, whether with many or with them that have no power. Help us, O Lord our God, for we rest on thee, and in thy name we go against this multitude. O Lord, thou art our God, let not man prevail against thee. This Esau, man, he's following his uh, Abijah dad. So, Lord, so the Lord smote the Ethiopians before Esau and before Judah, and the Ethiopians fled. Pa-pow! Dead. And Esau and the people that were with him pursued them 
uh, unto Gerar, and the Ethiopians were overthrown, and they could not recover themselves, for uh, they were carried before the Lord, and before his host, and they carried away very much spoil. And they smote all the cities round about Gerar, for the fear of the Lord came upon them, and they spoiled all the cities, for there was exceeding much spoil in them. They smote also the tents of cattle, and carried away sheep and camels in abundance, and returned to Jerusalem. All right, so maybe they're not all fuck-ups, you know, all these kiddos. Uh, it seems to be going pretty okay, you know? It's all right. Okay. Good chapter, everybody. Good, good, good times here. Except for me be getting really pissed off about a thousand thousand and God being kind of hippy-snippy about things. I guess if it doesn't say, and he worshipped God a lot, we don't really know. Because Ohebam seemed to probably ride his father's coattails, I suppose. It is assumed we don't know. It could just be really unlucky, I suppose. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please review this bad boy. Uh, five stars would be great, especially on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Uh, share it with friends and be like, this is fucking funny. Or share it with people who are going to get pissed off, like the church, I bet, will be real happy to read this or listen to it in Sunday school. To be like, this boy is real lost. Um, <laughs> that sort of thing. Uh, so thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And... Uh, well, you've been gospel too by the stupid.